Yeah, because then he gets drunk and just like wanders around. Mm-hmm. And then he falls off a bridge. So. Yeah. So not the smartest move. <laughs> Welcome to Not Another Teen Drama, a podcast where we analyze the evolution of teen shows from the 90s until today. We're your hosts, Amy. And Gina. And we're on a quest to watch the pilot episode of every teen drama. Today, we made it to the year 2020, and we will be discussing the pilot episode of We Are Who We Are. We Are Who We Are premiered on September 14th, 2020 on HBO and ran for one season. It follows two American teenagers, Fraser and Caitlin, as they navigate life on a U.S. military base in Chioggia, Italy in 2016. Yeah. Have you seen this show before? No, and I had never heard of it, and... I will say I'm not surprised I haven't heard of it because that's all I mean Uh, yeah I haven't heard of it like I feel like I'm it didn't it didn't speak to me you know yeah this is um like it's a show about teenagers but it's not really like a teen drama teen drama I would say you know it's more like artistic kind of yeah moody (laughs) Yeah. Coming of age story. Yeah. It we'll get into it, but there's a couple things where I'm like, I don't know if it's just strange or like I just don't get it. Cause there were a couple times where I was like, what's going on? Like I don't mm-hmm. I'm not following. So Yeah. The the creator, Luca Guadagnino. Guadagnino. He is the yeah. same person who directed uh Call Me by Your Name, I think. Oh, interesting. So, okay. I haven't seen that. <laughs> okay. It's like, yeah, it's like another film set in Italy about like a kind of a boy's coming of age story. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a similar premise. Okay. Um, yeah. And like it deals a lot about sexuality and stuff, which I think this show is also going to like, like yeah, really explore like, so his like well. coming of age like discovering his sexuality and stuff. Right. Okay, that is that makes sense to me. I kind of feel like this is I mean, it's like not the same vibes, but kind of the same thing as what was that? Oh, David Makes Man. Like that was from the director of Moonlight. Oh, right. right yeah. And so it's mm-hmm. like this like Academy Award did, I don't know, did call me by your name win things? Academy Award winning like I think so director creates a teen drama and it's just a bit too highbrow for my taste you know it it is interesting because like I feel like recently um like a lot of tv shows are becoming a lot yeah like a lot more highbrow like tv Mm -hmm. shows used to just be like for like like b-list actors and like (laughs) not very well written you know kind of quote unquote Uh, but yeah. like now they're like getting like prestige actors. Right now, Meryl like, Streep is on Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It, what are they calling it? Like a golden age of television? Sure. I mean, I not the, right now. I mean, TV shows. The writers are, are on strike. So <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> no, not I get what you're saying though. <laughs> but not in this exact yeah. moment. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it yeah. was. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah this okay. one is definitely, it, it does feel like, like a movie. 
Yes. Yeah. And it was like very long. It was like over an hour for one episode. And I was like, mm-hmm. keep it moving. <laughs> Pick up TV. the pace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So let's get into the character breakdown. We have Sarah Wilson, played by Chloe Sevigny, who is a colonel in the United States Army and Fraser's mother. So she is getting transferred from New York to Kyoja and is like the new colonel, which like, I don't... I'm very uneducated when it comes to military things. So I know a colonel's like high ranking, but she's not like the top top, right? Like, or is right, colonel the top? Yeah. I think there would be like, I think there would be other people above her, like in the, okay. in the over, you know, in the grand scheme of things. But I don't know about like on the base, if she's like the highest oh, ranking like, or if oh, there's other Oh, she might people. be highest ranking. Okay. We love, we love powerful women, so good for her. Mm-hmm. Then we have Fraser Wilson, played by Jack Dylan Grazer, a 14-year-old who moves from New York City to a military base in Kyoja, Italy with his mothers. Yeah, he they describe him as eccentric, parentheses derogatory, um, in the show. <laughs> um, uh-huh. <laughs> which I don't, I personally don't think eccentric is a bad thing, but that's how they kind of portray it. Like, the character, the other characters think of him. He's a moody teenager, I would say. <laughs> yeah, he's a yeah, bit he's edgy. A like, he has his nails. He's like, yeah. Yeah. He has, he's a bit edgy. He has his nails painted. Yeah. He wears, like, loud clothing. And they don't particularly address it in this episode, but has a drinking problem at the age of 14, which, very concerning. Yeah. And his his mom gives him alcohol, too. So right. His, his mom not really seems a secret. to... Right, his mom seems to enable it, which is double concerning. Her, the mom does a lot of things that I don't quite understand. They in this have episode. a very interesting relationship. Oh. That, right. Yeah, they don't really explain it very much in this one. Yeah. But maybe they will. Yeah. And I mean, that's specifically with Sarah, because then we also have Maggie Texaria, played by Alice Braga, who is a major in the US Army. And Wikipedia says Fraser's mother and Sarah's wife. So I was a bit confused on this because, like, Fraser and Sarah share a last name, which, you know, it doesn't really yeah. matter. Last names don't really matter or anything. But from their relationships, I couldn't really tell if, like, he was raised from birth by both Maggie and Sarah or if, like, Sarah is his primary, like, caregiver and then, like, she married Maggie later just by their yeah. dynamic, it's a little bit confu- it was a bit confusing to me. Yeah, I was confused as well, but it it does seem like Fraser was like Sarah's son, and then mm-hmm. later Maggie came into the picture because he also calls Maggie Maggie M- Maggie. Like, he'll right. be like, "Oh Maggie," and then and then he says something like, "Oh, like I think like Sarah loves you more than she loves me," which right. Like I don't think you would be like competing with your other mom for like one mom's affection you know right so yeah and maggie like you know yeah maggie refers to sarah as like your mother like to fraser as well so it is it is like sarah and fraser's relationship is very interesting and like i don't know if you would like it's I don't even know how to describe it because like I wouldn't necessarily say it's like abusive, 
But it is like something in that realm. Like w- it's not healthy for yeah, sure. Would, it's toxic yeah. maybe is the right word. We have like a, a strange attachment style maybe. You know, it's like <laughs> an, an unhealthy yeah. attachment. You yeah, they like love each other, but then they like fight a lot and like, it's, I don't know, like maybe like a like an unhealthy bond with each other. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Very interesting. And then we have Caitlin Poitras, also known as Harper, played by Jordan Christine Seaman, who is described as a seemingly bold and confident 14 year old who is struggling with her gender identity. So... We kind of got like a glimpse of this in this episode, but we don't really dig into it at all, which I didn't really get that she was struggling with her gender identity until like I read that in Wikipedia. And then when I like read that, I was like, oh, that's what was happening in the last scene of the of the of the episode, because I didn't quite understand what was going on there, which maybe is the point. Like they explain it in episode two. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah. Or maybe it was just me. Maybe you got it. (laughs) No, I. Well, like, I read the summary and then I was like, okay. okay. But, yeah, I will say this first episode does a lot of just, like, setting the scene. Like, they don't mm-hmm. do a lot of explaining. So, <laughs> it's 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 a long episode, but it's also, like, very drawn out. So, right. like, like, not a whole lot happens. Yeah, it's, like, over an hour, but it only, like, covers, like, two days of stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Half that's, like, them moving, so. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, a lot of, like, walking scenes. and <laughs> Yeah. Then we have Danny Poitras, played by Spence Moore II, who's Caitlin's older brother, and Jenny Poitras, played by Faith Al- Alibi, who's Caitlin and Danny's mother. They are also neighbors to Fraser and his family on the base, so, like, he can, like, see their house from, like, his window. Um, Because they're just across the way. Then we have Brittany Orton, played by Francesca Scorsese, who is an outspoken, witty, and sexually uninhibited girl who is Martin Scorsese's daughter. So... Okay, I was just about to, like, look that up. I was like, wait. I did look that up because when I saw her name, I was like, excuse? So, I mean, it checks out. Like, Martin Scorsese is, like, a a well-known Italian man. Or Italian American man, like of course he's gonna put his Italian daughter in a yeah. I w- <laughs> is he connected to the show or I don't know. I didn't read that. I just he's just up, like, like he's just like friends with the director or something. He's like put my daughter in. This. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's not to say she did, couldn't get it on her own credit, but she is a nepo baby. No, as but yeah. as we will saw. But I haven't. I feel like I haven't seen her in anything else. So no, I feel like this must be one of her first, like roles. Yeah, She's, yeah. Which it's pretty like she we doesn't... said, it's highbrow. Like, so good for her. Then we have Sam Pratchett, played by Ben Taylor, who's Caitlin's boyfriend. And Craig's brother, and then we have Craig Pratchett, who like Corey Knight, who is a soldier in his 20s, cheerful and good-natured, and Sam's brother. And then finally, we have Colonel McKenty, played by Hans Bush, who is the colonel that is leaving that Sarah is taking his place. And he sucks. 
So, I mean, he's had like two lines, but I know he sucked. So, yeah, <laughs> just from the nature of who he is, I guess. <laughs> I mean, a white man in the military, it's not hard to suck, I don't think. No offense to white men or the military. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, we can get into the plot. Fraser, Sarah, and Maggie arrive at the airport in Italy, and Fraser's luggage is missing. He is upset and asks his mom for a drink. She gives him a bottle she swiped from the airplane. Jenny picks them up at the airport and brings them to their new house on the base. They get their military IDs, and Fraser does not want to take off his sunglasses. Yeah, so we start the episode with them arriving in Italy. Fraser's luggage is missing. He's very upset, and he's like... I at first thought, like, he was throwing a bit of a temper tantrum. So I was a bit like, is that, like, are they portraying, like, <laughs> like someone with special needs? Like, I literally thought that when, because he was, like, throwing, like, a temper tantrum in the middle of the airport. And I was like, oh. is this kid okay? Like, what is going on? And he asked for, he said he's thirsty. And Maggie gives, like, like, gives him a water bottle and he's like no mom i saw you grab something off the airplane and she's like okay here you go and like hands him like a little bottle of like i don't know what it is vodka tequila like i'm not sure but obviously alcohol alcohol. i was like Mm -hmm. um and then we find out he's 14 which is like i mean not that it would be okay if he was like 16 17 but 14 is very young yeah yeah and it's like it's like very casual as well so yeah I'm like, oh, like, whenever he, like, is acting out, like, does his mom just give him, like, alcohol? Or, like, right. she just, like, gives in to what he wants, I guess? Because he kind of, yeah, he's, like, throwing a tantrum. And it's like, okay. She doesn't like do a 14. whole lot of parenting here. <laughs> right. I also wonder, based on, like, the relationship, like, if she was, like, a really young mom. But I, I just don't know. I don't know how old she is, so I can't really tell, like... If she's mm-hmm. supposed to, like, have been a teen mom or something, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they don't do any explanation, but the vibes are are weird. <laughs> yeah, because it is a bit, Something's like... off. Yeah. I mean, it's not quite the same, but, like, because, like, the, like the, the Rory-Lorelai dynamic, where, like, Rory's, like, parenting Lorelai a bit... Because, like, Lorelai was a teen mom and they, like, grew up together. It's not quite the same as that. Because, like, he's not really parenting her. He's just, like, not, I don't know. It's just, the di- yeah, the dynamic's just, like, weird. Yeah, I mean, like, I can understand that he's upset because, like, they had to right. move all the way from New York to Italy. You know, and, like, right. that's a big For change. Sure. But very interesting because yeah and then i guess i'm not sure how much they've moved around but like you know usually like military kids they have to move a right. lot right yeah and he like he's just like very like moody he doesn't want to take off his sunglasses for the military id photo he's just like, being a bit like obnoxious which like I get it. Like, I wouldn't want to be in a military family either, but you're making this poor man's job very difficult. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, and then we also, when Jenny picks them up from the airport, she's, like, trying to make small talk, and he's, like, very dismissive. Mm. But then he, like, asks about, like, her kid's astrology signs, because <laughs> apparently yeah. he's very into astrology. Yeah, he, like, loves astrology, and he immediately, like, because she says, like, her son is a Libra, I think, and he's like, oh. Yeah. They're, they're evasive. And I was like... Why yeah, he says, like, right a lot now. of bad like, qualities. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like <laughs> excuse me, as out. a fellow Libra, I think Libras have great qualities. <laughs> right. I feel like that's kind of, like, that's, like, I mean, I think that's funny that they made it, a like, a Libra joke. Or I don't know if it was a joke, but... Because, like, I feel like normally, like, Geminis get, like, the bad rap, you know? Like normally, hey, Gemini's are cool. <laughs> no, I'm not saying they they are bad. I'm just saying like normally people are like, oh, a Gemini, like they're two faced or whatever. Like they make that you know that right. assumption, and like Libras are like the the chill, like gets along with everyone vibe. And so like, yeah, to, I feel like yeah, yeah. I feel like if you like don't know very much about astrology, you could be like, oh, I right. do know that Gemini's are like weird or something. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Because like he's that's like deep one in of the, the knowledge stereotypes, yeah. But he know mm -hmm. he knows a lot about astrology. He knows how so. bad Libras really are. I got you. Apparently, <laughs> I think he just doesn't like the boy. Maybe. <laughs> and then, yeah, because he really likes. He's very intrigued by. I mean, we'll get to it, but he's really intrigued by Caitlin, her daughter. Yes, who is an Aries. So yes, which is an air sign. sign. Dang it! I think it's a fire. It's all, it's You're all like right. Aries. Well, I said Aries. But I was I like, Aries sign, like, hot headed. What a, oh, I don't know. You know more than I do, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're supposed to be, like, that's what they're known for. Like, Aries. Like, very, like, you know, like, God of War, kind of, like, I don't know. Oh, Aries. okay, okay. I don't know if that's what it comes from, but. Are Libras a air sign? But I think so. Geminis are also air sign. Oh. Um, I forgot what the last one is. There's another one. Oh, another air Taurus? No, Taurus is uh, Earth. Dang it. I'm really bad at this game. <laughs> and by game, it's just it not like I don't have. Or <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enough on astrology, because I obviously don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fraser wanders through the high school and eavesdrops on a class and takes pictures of Caitlin. He follows the students to a food truck and meets Brittany. He tells her he wants a beer and she brings him to the supermarket and then makes him go to the beach with her and her friends. Everyone swims except him and they tease him about his shirt. He leaves the beach and meets nice people sewing outside. <laughs> yeah. So... He has to go to high school. And then already, like, the admin, they're like, oh, he's kind of weird. Like, right. Like, from, like, off the bat. I'm like, why is he weird? Like, you don't even know him. But. Right. I he mean. He his clothes. Yeah, I think so. Because I feel like military people are a bit, like, buttoned up, you know? 
they all like wear the same thing mm. and they like walk in lines yeah. and like chant things at each other. So like anything out of that norm is a bit weird to them. Right. He has I like guess. bleached hair. He wears like these really yeah. baggy shorts that are really, yeah. kind of, I don't really like He wears them. like <laughs> cheetah print. He wears like cheetah print. They're, like drop crotch shorts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And they're like cheetah print. But I think he's supposed to be like into fashion. I feel like his vibe is very New York, right? Like, I feel like he probably fit in very well in New York. And here it's yeah. not. Not it. You're like, who's this weird kid? Maybe if he went to Milan, it would be okay. You know, the fashion capital. Oh, yeah. Don't but know. not in this little town. Yeah, or and it's a fake town, It seems town, like a I little think. town. Oh, really? I think yeah. it... Yeah, I think it's fake Kyoja. I don't know. I think it said on Wikipedia that it was like made up, which probably mm. makes sense. Like they probably don't want to like defame like a real military base. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> like, true. I don't know. I don't know what the US military has, like has tabs on like TV shows. Yeah. So he's like, he's very like brooding and like a bit borderline creepy because he like does just like take pictures without people's consent of them and it's kind of like dude sir like you can just do that Mm -hmm. so he's a bit socially awkward it seems like he Mm -hmm. like doesn't really know what to do with himself yeah he like takes he takes photos of caitlin just like randomly and then he like eavesdrops on their conversation when she's like talking with her friends and and like Britney's there, she's like, right. "Are you are you stalking us?" <laughs> he's like, no. "Right, yeah." And he's like, "I want a beer." And so then, he she was like, "You can't drink on the military base, but like in Italy, it's a lot more cash, Avi, outside mm-hmm. the military base." But they go to like the the supermarket. And I guess he just like steals a beer and drinks it. It's like, sir. You must recognize you have a problem. Like, this is your second drink of the day. And yeah, it's what? Lunchtime? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Brittany st- steals his ID card and, like, Mm-hmm. she's like you can't get it back unless you come on the bus with us so she like runs away and then he like chases her all the way to the bus right and then, and then all her friends are like who's this weird guy right but like she doesn't like introduce him or like befriend him she just like drags him along and then kind of ignores him almost i know so when they're like, at you, the made beach, him, you made him come on this bus <laughs> Right, and he, like, sits alone at the beach. Like, she doesn't, like, engage with him at all. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so mean. Yeah, it's very awkward. Yeah, and then he doesn't have a swimsuit because he didn't know they were going to the beach. Right. And then everyone's just playing in the water and he's just sitting on the shore. Just, yeah, and they, like, sad. tease him about, like, they tease him about, like, wearing his shirt, which I'm like, I guess they were trying to say, like, take off your shirt or whatever because they were saying god i'm gonna butcher the italian word now i think it's maglietta which is t-shirt in italian oh okay i think <laughs> anyone that's yeah, italian so- let me know 
I think that's right. Though. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they're like, are they trying to like make fun of his body or like just that he doesn't want to take off his shirt? I wasn't sure. Yeah. And then they also seem to be like very okay with nudity because like one of the yes. guys like takes off his pants as well. I was like, put your pants back on. <laughs> Like in the ocean. Europeans <laughs> like, are much heck? more comfortable with nudity. Like I and also it's HBO. Yeah. So there was like a lot more nudity than, than I had anticipated. But I mean like it's HBO, yeah, so like was, duh, like why was I not expecting that? But true. Like, yeah. I sh- yeah, I should have known. But yeah, right. they had like kind of like random nudity. Like I was like, what's the it wasn't like sexual usually. It was just like random. I was like, I was like, what is going right. on? <laughs> well, because, like, so in, in the beginning, there's a scene where, like, the moms are, like, going into the bathroom to take a bath. And, like, you see, like, like Sarah completely nude in the bathroom. I felt like that scene was weird because it's, like, I mean, like, it's not weird. Like, like, he's her son. So it's not, like, again, like, not, like, sexual in any way. But it was just, like, a weird, like, un- felt unnecessary to me. And then yeah, there's it was this. A, it was a weird yeah. shot. I would say. Yeah. Like, and then there's I was a like, scene. Why did we need to see that? Right. <laughs> and then there's a scene in the like locker room where like Fraser goes into the locker room. There's all these like men like changing. And that one like story-wise made more sense to me. Like not that I yeah. necessarily want to see that, but I understood what it was trying to tell me, like as far right. as like, like Fraser's like, like character. His- yeah his sexuality and stuff and he's like yeah yeah that one made more sense right i was like like, okay "Mm -hmm." so he's maybe that one is also speaking to their weird ass relationship i don't know (laughs) i don't know yeah i don't know yeah so they tease him so he he like runs away and then he like trips and i was like no (laughs) i know just like all laughing Uh, at him i was like that's so sad Mm, yeah but he he leaves and just like wanders the streets of italy i'm like sir do you how do you know where you're going (laughs) yeah yeah because they they took the bus outside of the base so now he's just like right in the little neighborhood i guess yeah and he finds he doesn't know how to speak italian so right he finds this old couple like sewing military uniforms and they're like, oh, do you want something to drink? And then they bring him out wine and water. And he chooses the wine, of course. So of that's course. drink number three. <laughs> and it's like a bot. It's like a carton. It's like a carton, carton of wine. yeah. It's, a- it's like boxed wine. And he like, drinks yeah. like the whole thing. So he, yep. like, it's not just like one drink. It's like the whole carton. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely... Yeah, because then he gets drunk and just, like, wanders around. Mm-hmm. And then he falls off a bridge. So. Yeah. So, not the smartest move. <laughs> An unfortunate night out for him. Especially, like, your drunk first day alone. in a new country. <laughs> yeah. At least they're in, like, a small town. It's, like, probably pretty safe, but. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it's not the small town Amanda Knox went to. Right. Sorry. That's, Actually, that's you know Perugia. what? That's Perugia. That's the town that Amanda Knox went to. Oh, so. oh, I see. Yeah. So this. One, I mean, this I do Kyoja. listen to a, like a lot of true crime, and then it's always in a small town. So I don't even know if small towns are safe, because why are people always going missing in the small towns? <laughs> you know. 
you know they're always like <laughs> nothing like this ever happens here and it's like well yeah except for maybe when it, it did. does except it does yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh well but this one seems safe so far so Frazier's okay yeah. for a strange 14 year old bleached hair yeah it's yeah it's going okay it's okay <laughs> It gets dark, and Fraser wanders over the edge of a bridge and falls. He calls Maggie, and she picks him up and gets his wound bandaged. They go home, and she tells him to go to bed. Fraser gets up to eat some roast in the middle of the night, and Sarah is there. He asks her to slice, slice it thin, but when she argues, he slaps her. He yells at her and then hides in the laundry room. Yeah, so he calls Maggie for help. Because Maggie and him have a much less chaotic relationship. It's very, like, a nurturing relationship, it seems. And he, like, slices his face open from falling. Yeah. He's, like, he's drunk. He's, like, wobbling all over the place. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, he, like, falls off this, like, the side of a bridge he's, like, climbing on. Yeah. And is Maggie, like, Maggie's a general, is she a medic? Or did she just take, okay, okay, okay. I think so, because she was like, she was like, oh, I had to, like, ask someone to cover for me. Right. Okay, that's what I thought as well. At at the clinic, I think she says. So, yeah. She must be some kind of medic. Yeah. So they get back, he goes to bed, and then he gets up to have a midnight snack, the weirdest midnight snack ever, some roast. Mm, and then like roast him, beef or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't eat meat, so I would not eat that. <laughs> okay. But he and Sarah have like the weirdest conversation in this scene. Like mm-hmm. he's there trying to eat some roast, and she comes up and she's like, Oh, I'll slice it for you. And he's like, Oh, slice it thin. And she's like, but then you won't get the taste of it. And he's like, no, I like it thin. And she's like, but then you don't get the taste of the roast. And then they like argue about it. And then he slaps her. And I was like, is this a normal occurrence? Because it didn't seem like out of the ordinary for them. It was very weird. Yeah, and then I was like, dude, you just like slapped your mom. Like, what is going on? And then she like doesn't really get mad at him. She like starts hugging him. Like, to try to, like, calm him down. And I was like, what is going on here? Right. <laughs> like, like, I don't think that's, like, a normal, like, outburst. You know, like, someone arguing over the thickness of meat. Like, you shouldn't, like, slap someone over that, right? <laughs> right. And I, I normally, like, because there's, like, the trope in, I feel like, in teen dramas a lot where, like, the parent and the teen will get into a really normally like it's like um it's normally like the normally it's a girl teenager and then like a parent either the mom or the dad and they'll get into a really loud argument and then the parent will slap the child and then the child's like (gasps) and the parent's like oh my god i'm so sorry and she's like oh i can't believe you did that and it's that's like i feel like a trope that happens a lot and i really don't like that trope because Mm. like i just don't find it that realistic like I've gotten into shouting matches with my parents and neither of them have ever slapped me across the face. So I like don't find it that realistic, but this is a different thing. Yeah. Like, cause I feel like if a, I, if a parent, if a parent's not historically abusive, 
to get them to the point of stopping across the face feels wrong to me. Like, I just don't see that happening unless the parent has a history of, like, hitting you, you know? But this is yeah. a totally different I situation mean, where it's the child slapping the parent. Yeah. I guess, like, unfortunately, in, like, the past, it was, like, a lot more acceptable for, like, parents right. to, like, hit their kids, which yeah. I don't think is okay. But, yeah, it's, like, more no- normal to see that maybe than like a kid like hitting their parents i don't know right but i, I yeah. mean neither is okay but it's like it was it was like interesting to see i was like whoa i've never seen like i don't know like a teenager like hitting their parent and then like the parent not really like just dis- like disciplining them for that you know she doesn't right. really seem it- to like care that much so i was like whoa right it almost It almost seems like, because you know, like some, like there are like behavioral disorders, right? Where kids might lash out in a violent way. And that's like part of their mood disorder or behavioral disorder or whatever. So it almost seemed like that type of reaction where like the parent knows like, okay, this is a symptom of X, Y, Z. And then they would have Mm. ways to, you know, like you would to to react to that. That isn't like being angry because that's not going to help the situation. But didn't seem like she reacted in that way either. I don't know. Maybe there's going to be more yeah. revealed later, but because that's what it almost seemed like to me. Like this is more of like a like a, a, a known issue, but it almost mm. didn't seem like that either. I don't know. It was just like a, such an odd reaction. Yeah. That. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe it's like more of a common thing. Like maybe he does this like regularly right so right so like she's not like shocked by it and then right and then like afterwards he's like he's like oh i hate you blah 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 and then he like runs to hide in the laundry room right and it's also or he says like you you, like you don't love me right you know it's it's also interesting because like if we are go we are you know going off of this theory that you know maybe he does have some type of behavioral issue it's like a known thing this happens sometimes or like it happens a lot who knows but like wouldn't sarah know not to trigger him you know like obviously he's triggered by this like r- roast beef argument right like if he says i want the meat sliced thin why would she argue back if she knows that could be a trigger for him like that's the other thing is like it's such an odd situation yeah and I, I feel like it's just with her, like, it's their relationship that has, right. like, the issues mainly. You know, like, I don't right. think he would, like, slap Maggie in the face, you know? Right, agree. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely I mean, There must be some, some history there <laughs> that they haven't told us yeah. about. Right, 100%. The next day, they attend the passing of the unit flag to symbolize the power passing from Colonel McGonty to Colonel Wilson. Sarah gives her acceptance speech and then gets a tour of the base. At home, Maggie teaches Fraser how to shave and he finally gets his suitcase. While unpacking, he sees Caitlin leaving on her bike and follows her to a cafe. He overhears her introducing herself as Harper. They go to the beach and he asks her what she wants to be called. Yes. Yeah, there's this whole, like, military um, performance, I guess. I was like, oh. Yeah. 
I wasn't like super interested in it. <laughs> I was like, okay. same. Literally, I was like, <laughs> same to Fraser because he was like so out of it. He's like putting his headphones in. He's like, I don't want to be here. It, it gave yeah. like, it gave you know like school assembly where like they're talking about things you don't care about. You know. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like okay. <laughs> It's like the changing of the guard, you know, like when you go to like, I don't know. It's like a thing when you go to like Buckingham Palace or like anything like that, where it's like, oh my uh God, we got to watch the changing of the guard. And then you like get there and you're watching the changing of the guard and you're like, why are we watching this? This is like 30 minutes of people walking with big things on their head. Like what? You know, like that kind of thing (laughs) where it's like, you just got to do it. But like, like, it's mostly (laughs) like ceremony. It's not really like, I don't know, anything. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah but I, I did think this part with Maggie teaching Fraser how to shave was kind of cute because, like, he like yeah. puts like the shaving cream on his face, and then she's like, she's like, oh, you have to hold it this way, or else you're gonna cut yourself. Right. And then he like tries it out, and then he's like, actually, I'm gonna keep my mustache. <laughs> it's like oh, little no, little not. stubble. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. which like. Yeah, him and Maggie's relationship is, like, it's so interesting, the difference between Maggie and Sarah's relationship with him. Um, mm-hmm. and, they're, and the thing is, like, they're both in the military. So it would be, I mean, maybe it's a bit different because Maggie seems to be in the medical field, but it is interesting that they're both military. So it's not like, oh, one military parent, one not. It's like both, both have gone yeah. through military training, you know? Yeah, it. Yeah, and this is, I think this is also when he says, like, oh, like, Sarah loves, like, you or Maggie more than she loves me, Mm. right? So it seems like maybe he feels very neglected by Sarah, like, you know, like, Sarah was his maybe primary, like, you know, parent for a long time, and then now now she's, like, ignoring him, maybe. Right, that also makes me think that, like, it was just him and Sarah for a while, and then Maggie came into the picture later. So, interesting. But his his luggage finally gets there. It seems to have taken a rough road to get to him. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, so, like, he's very interested by Caitlin, and it's not clear why, specifically. Is it because she's an Aries? Unknown. <laughs> he's just like feels drawn to her maybe he, like, yeah and then okay so he right he sees her leaving on her bike out of her out of his window and you hear Jenny yell like you can't leave the house like that like you're wearing your dad's shirt like whatever and I didn't really get it I was kind of like and like who cares mm-hmm. like what he follows her to this cafe and he overhears her introduce herself as Harper, which obviously is not her name. So it is a bit like, what's going on here? But I didn't clock that as like a male name. Like her introducing herself as like a more masculine person. Cause like to me, Harper is predominantly a female name, but it could be either. So like I understand, but like I didn't clock it immediately as that's what was happening. I actually, yeah, me me too. I feel like, yeah, most of the Harpers, when I think of the name Harper, I would think of a girl. Because right. Because of, like, Harper from, like, Wizards of Waverly Place. and like Oh, yeah. 
you know, but, um, yeah, I guess it's a, it's a unisex name. So, right. And then, but she is, she is dressed up like, like her hair is like tied up in, and under a cap, you know? Right. I, I kind of just thought she was trying to be like incognito, not necessarily like trying to look more masculine. Like I was thought it was like, oh, she's like taking mm. on a new persona, not that she's like oh, taking okay. on a male persona specifically. Yeah. But she is like flirting with a girl at the cafe. Yes. And, like the girl like gives her like her number um, and stuff. And then Fraser's just like watching this because he, he he's like very he's like very quiet and he just likes to like observe people it seems like right he's just like yeah watching always watching um, yeah but yeah that's the end of the pilot yeah so what did you think um <laughs> to be honest i felt like it was it was like a little slow so it was yeah. like hard to like keep my attention because I was like yeah. I was like okay I was like waiting for like more action to happen, but yeah it's like very it's just like about his life I guess. Right, so. yeah I agree. I just like it wasn't like there were like the weird parts that we discussed and that just didn't really grab my interest. I was kind of like. It's weird and I kind of want to know more, but like not enough to like actually sit through it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also kind of long. So, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I'm like, maybe it would have been better as a movie. Right. Than, yeah, like a, a series. So, yeah. I'm not right. sure if I'll keep watching this. Yeah. I don't think I will either. That is it for this week. If you like our podcast, please give us five stars and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at Not Another Teen Drama and on TikTok at Not Another Teen Drama Pod. And next week, we'll be watching Hit. Thanks for listening. Bye.